from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Leonetti in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. We are streaming online, com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you for joining me today. Right here in the middle of the week, Wednesday, May 13th, we've got a great show in store for you. Coming up, John Gaffney, Director of Evangelization and Catechesis for the Diocese of Des Moines, going to talk about hope on the road to of Emmaus. Uh, we're also going to talk about kind of a, a buzzword in the church today, accompaniment, uh, and how Jesus accompanied his disciples. I think uh, the road to Emmaus is, is a, one of the surest and best examples we have of what accompanying actually looks like and has been used in many different writings uh, for it. So we'll talk all about that with John Gaffney today and how we can do the same with others in our life as well. Bo Bonner, director of the Zeta Institute Foundation and Ethics and Leadership, also the uh, co-pre- or vice president of the Newman Idea today. We're going to get personal. We're calling it Getting Personal with Mary. Today is the Feast of Our Lady of Fatima, and uh, because of that, I'm already giving away the saint of the day, uh, but because of that, um, I, I, I've always been interested in Bo's conversion stories and just conversion stories in general, and uh, Bo and Dr. Bud Marr have really powerful ones, and uh, we're going to talk about how really he came into an understanding and a love and a devotion for our Blessed Mother today. So getting personal with Our Lady in the second half hour and kind of have an overarching theme today of, of Our Lady as we celebrate, again, uh, the Feast of Our Lady of Fatima. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwa. We will have your Saint of the Day coming up in the second half hour as well. All right, let's get to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God in prayer. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Mark Amadeo, News and Sports. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy uh, Hump Day Wednesday to you. In the How middle you doing? of the week. I'm doing fine. I think Monday's my worst mental health day in all this, and then it gets better from there. Just kind of climbs. But Monday, you kind of start, you know, the, you're kind of uh, grinding the wheel again, like, okay, another week, another week, you know, well, then uh, we get to the middle here. Mm-hmm. You may want to switch your guests' uh, lineup around and uh, move uh, Deacon Randy Keel to Mondays and uh, <laughs> uh, move Adam Story to Thursdays. You may want to consider that, or Deacon Dave to Thursdays, uh, just to help you out. Yeah, I could probably reserve half-day sessions with Deacon Randy Keel coming up here at this point now. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, you know, John, today i got a, a news report on the airport, and uh, uh, some folks at the airport haven't seen you in a while, especially mm-hmm. the TSA agents that have to kindly tell you to remove your Iowa State gear before boarding. <laughs> uh, they they kind of miss you. I'll tell you what, I saw the, I don't know if I saw the same report, but I saw a report yesterday of, uh, you know, down, what, 90% from last year uh, at this time. I mean, it, it, it had like 240 or 50-some thousand people 
last April during this uh, last April, and this April was like ten thousand people. Yeah, it's actually a ninety-five percent, and just ten thousand people have went through the turnstiles uh, this month. Usually, there's two hundred and nearly two hundred and fifty thousand. Couldn't but, believe uh, it. They, yeah, just just down. And uh, I saw another report yesterday on the same uh, line of thinking that uh, we may lose one or two airlines out of this too here in the United States. So that's something to um, keep in mind. Would not be good. I'll tell you what. Yeah, with and, and air travel could be changing a little bit as well, but uh, we'll see. Anyway, the uh, TSA agents uh, were asking about you when I was doing this report, the research mm. on this report, as I always do, and they said, hey, where's that uh, Italian uh, six-hour sauce guy, uh, Leonetti? I haven't seen him in a while. And I said, well, he's been hibernating. Well, it is true. I've gotten to know a few of them. You know, you go there enough times, you you, you kind of give a wave and uh, a smile to to the ones you get to know. Even yeah, that's that guy again. No, yeah, that's that guy. He's getting on a plane again, leaving his family, leaving us all behind. We're going. On a jet plane. Doing remote reports, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we've got a beautiful day to start off with today, John, but it's going to rain by the end of the day. So whatever you have to do outdoors, get it done this morning. Get that walk in early. Yes, yes. We've got rain moving in. Tomorrow will be uh, not an outdoors day tomorrow. Scattered showers, thunderstorms. Could could see some hail, lightning, strong winds. So you want to get everything done today because tonight and tomorrow won't be good. I've been thinking about getting a treadmill. I don't know. We'll see. Wow, you better you better run that by your wife and family. Yeah, <laughs> used. You know, I've se- I've seen treadmills in homes and houses and apartments, and they become laundry. Uh, That's you know, true. Like a laundry basket, uh, clothes hanging there, drying out. I, I I I and gathering dust. So just keep that in mind down the road. I uh, I can attest. Growing up, we we had a uh, <laughs> we had one that did not get used very often. Okay, just keep that in mind, my friend, when you uh, think about that big purchase. I appreciate it. All right, this morning from the WHO TV 13 weather desk, meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently in Des Moines. We have, well, mostly clear skies. We've got clouds moving in from the west, but clear to the east as we've got a beautiful sunrise this morning. 45 degrees and east-southeast wind at 8 miles per hour. Today we will see increasing clouds throughout the day. Rain moving in this afternoon right here in central Iowa. They say right around rush hour we'll see rain moving in to central Iowa. High of 60 degrees with southeast winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour throughout the day. Tonight, scattered showers throughout the night. Overnight low just 59 degrees as a warm front moves through. The winds will pick up out of the south at 10 to 20 miles per hour overnight. And then tomorrow, isolated showers and thunderstorms. Some could be severe on your Thursday, a high of 74 degrees. And on Friday, partly cloudy dry, high of 73 degrees. And the weekend, uh, not looking too bad. Highs in the lower 70s. We're going to see showers and thunderstorms throughout most of the day on Saturday, but Sunday looks to be dry. Well, in the news on this uh, Wednesday morning, the coronavirus shutdowns are taking a toll on passenger traffic at the Des Moines International Airport, especially compared to this time last year. Now, passenger traffic... At the Des Moines Airport is down 33% so far in 2020, a travel decline that's uh, being seen in many airports around the nation. Last year, at this time, Des Moines had 200 and over, just over 241,000 passengers. Last month, just 10,000 passengers uh, came through the Des Moines Airport. That is a 95.5% decrease. Uh, COVID-19 has had a devastating impact on the uh, travel industry. Now, there is a glimmer of hope. Uh, the last seven days, there's been a 25% increase in passengers at the 
Des Moines International Airport compared to the seven days prior. Des Moines Airport officials say they are increasing safety and sanitation efforts, including using a disinfectant, fogging machine to cover large areas, increasing the number of hand sanitizers and uh, hand sanitizers stations, rather, and doing routine deep cleaning of so-called high-touch areas. In other news, the Des Moines Art Festival is canceling its 2020 event scheduled for this summer on June 26th and through 28th in downtown Des Moines. The organization will instead engage the community with interactive art-related experiences. The 2021 Des Moines Arts Festival will take place on June 25th through 27th next year, according to the organization's social media account. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And once again, a decision about Iowa's two high school summer sports, baseball and softball, will be made by the end of this month. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, we currently have uh, partly cloudy skies to the west, mostly clear skies to the east. Beautiful sunrise, 45 degrees, and east-southeast wind at 8 miles per hour. And we'll see increasing clouds here in central Iowa throughout the day. Rain moving in by rush hour tonight, a high of 60 degrees with southeast winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News Weather and sports on your Wednesday morning. John Leonetti show coming up. Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 a.m. 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are accident-free, but there is a stall on the right shoulder, I-235 eastbound at 63rd Street. So just to be use caution in that area. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. I read a great blog post the other day, uh, about four days ago, and it was uh, by Philip Kuskowski. And he wrote uh, it on um, St. Francis de Sales and uh, really his advice on overcoming sadness or dark or dryness in your spiritual life. Um, I, I, I will say, you know, the person that he was helping here, I think, had some uh, mental health issues. I don't think there's any question about that. Uh, but also, St. Francis de Sales offers him spiritual light uh, in a time that of, uh, otherwise uh, seems to be a little bit dark. Uh, and, you know, the, the, the bridge here is maybe you are having a little bit of spiritual dryness right now in your faith. Maybe you feel a little bit tested right now in your faith with everything that's going on in the world. Uh, maybe you're looking to, to drink a little bit more from the font of, of uh, consolation from God, but you're, you're getting a little bit more desolation. We've talked about this on the show today, kind of the two pillars there, consolation and desolation that St. Ignatius of Loyola talks about uh, that the soul can, can swing between. Well, St. Francis of Sales has some great spiritual advice, and, and I think the spiritual advice can be for all of us, and Philip really uh, brings it out in light. Because, you know, look, if I'm being honest, I, I'm been going through some spiritual dryness myself, and I don't really, I've said this before as well, I don't really get a ton of feelings when it comes to the faith. 
Um, you know, my faith is generally inside pretty dry. It's just kind of the way I, I've I've always uh, operated. The Lord has certainly given me certain times of overwhelming consolation in prayer. Uh, I can point to some of those times as well. I think the one that was probably the, the longest standing period of, of just great consolation that won't ever go away from me was when I studied uh, for the seminary and I was in uh, Institute of Priestly Formation up there at Creighton University and uh, really learning the spiritual exercises of St. Ignatius of Loyola. Um, there were certain periods there during those um, during those 45 days that I, I just, I don't, I can't really put words to it, but I just never felt closer to our Lord than that. The Lord just really uh, shined a light in my soul that was just very beautiful. And again, I didn't see anything. I didn't hear any voices. There was nothing like that. It was just in prayer, this overwhelming consolation that God was very, very vividly present to me. Um, and so again, I've had uh, some of those times since then, but for the most part, my faith is, is pretty dry. And various circumstances can create, as Philip says, uh, within us deep feelings of, of sadness at times or of consolation or of desolation. Um, you know, it's just something that I think, I, I don't want to liken it to a roller coaster. I think most of us stay pretty even keel uh, on it, but it can happen and has certainly happened in, in the lives of the saints. This is something that St. Francis Sales battled as well at times. Um, this, you know, spiritual desolation is something that Mother Teresa battled for a number of years in her spiritual life. If you remember, some 40 years, uh, some have called it, of course, the dark night of the soul for her. Uh, nothing really official on that, but uh, you know the the sadness at times, the uh, spiritual desolation, the the feeling completely cut off from God uh, in in Mother Teresa's life was very apparent, and that really didn't get known until after her death. Um, highly recommend the book "Come Be My Light." By the way, uh, that that book will highlight all of that for you. "Come Be My Light." Uh, and those are the spiritual letters of Mother Teresa. She asked to be. She asked those letters to be burned, by the way, but they never were. Uh, but here's some uh, advice that uh, Saint Francis de Sales gave uh, to someone that was really kind of going through spiritual dryness and spiritual desolation, just feeling apart from God. He said this: "It is the same good God who sometimes, in His wisdom, deprives us of the milk and honey of His consolations." in order that we may learn to eat the dry, substantial bread of a vigorous devotion, trained by means of temptations and trials. The dryness must be patiently endured, because he sends that to prove us. When such a trial comes upon us, St. Francis de Sales urges us to trust God even more vigorously. Here's what he says here. We must never grow discouraged amid our inward trials, amidst our inward difficulties in the spiritual life, nor say that I shall never be glad again. But through the darkness, we must look for light. And in like manner, in the brightest spiritual sunshine, we must not presume to say, I shall never be sad. Rather, we must remember the saying of the wise man. In the day of prosperity, remember the evil. It behooves us to hope amid trials and to fear in prosperity. And in both circumstances, always be humble, he said. He said, it is a sovereign remedy to open our grief in some spiritual friend able to assist us. And he talks about looking for others as well to really kind of help support that during that time. But uh, I thought I would share that this morning. I think um, I've spoken to a couple friends that are kind of going through that a little bit right now. Um, as things continue to change, uh, everything seems to, right now just very different in our lives. Um, not saying we're not going to get back to quote unquote normal. 
Uh, and who knows uh, what, what that's going to look like. But uh, admits right now, kind of as we, we walk through this darkness a little bit, and some a little bit darker than others in our spiritual life, remember to hang on, remember to keep our eyes fixated on the Lord. And as St. Francis de Sales says, we endure it patiently, the best we possibly can right now. All right, coming up right after this, John Gaffney, Director of Evangelization and Catechesis for the Diocese of Des Moines, going to be talking about hope on the road to Emmaus. John Gaffney, right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee and Eddie in the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you for being a part of the show today. I want to thank Five Sons Naturescapes, Landscape, and Design for underwriting the show. I was able to spend a couple hours with them yesterday, and it was just phenomenal. You know, I, I've of course, I talk about them here on the show, but I wanted to see the work that they do. And I was up at their headquarters a little bit in Winterset and just getting to know them and, and talking to them about some of the work that they've done. And then they took me around just the area and, and saw the boulder walls that they did. And I, I was amazed. I mean, the work that this family uh, does I, personally was just incredible to be able to see. I, I was really, really impressed five sons naturescapes landscape and design thank you for underwriting the show five sons naturescapes.com that's five sons naturescapes.com support for programming of catholic women now partially provided by farm bureau agent cindy schulte cindy schulte on the web at cindy schulte.com 515-226-2111 cindy and her team know health insurance Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessmentInternational.org. That's BlessmentInternational.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo. And I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Gray's Lake, confluencebrewing.com. Hi, I'm Al Cresta, host of Cresta in the Afternoon. After the Second Vatican Council, Catholic laity began to take co-responsibility for the Church, and the Catholic radio movement is one of the great fruits of that post-conciliar Church. Catholic radio edifies, it exhorts, it encourages, it educates, it engages the culture, and on occasion, we entertain a bit. Your partners with your local Catholic radio station, support them. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. We believe in God the Father, we believe in Jesus Christ. 
Thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Whether it be plumbing, heating, air conditioning services, 20 years, Golden Rule. One thing that I've learned about them is their uh, technicians are trained in their in-home training facility. 100% satisfaction guarantee. Thank you for choosing to support Iowa Catholic Radio. GoldenRulePHC.com. That is GoldenRulePHC.com. Let's go to the Director of Evangelization and Catechesis for the Diocese of Des Moines. John Gaffney joins me. Hello, John. Good morning, John. Good to have you on, man. The topic today is hope on the road to Emmaus. There is hope there. There is hope. There is hope. And and it's a journey. Um, you, you know, it is, I don't know about you, John, but uh, the Emmaus story is, is absolutely one of my favorite stories uh, in the Gospels. Because I see myself at so many different moments in that particular story, as Jesus is walking alongside me, um, and and sometimes I don't even recognize uh, that it was Jesus that was there all along, that was there through my brothers and sisters on the journey with me. So I, I just love this story, and I think there's so much hope in this story for us during this time. Set the story up for us, if if there's those that don't know what the Emmaus story is. So great, um, uh, it's a great story. So it starts um, right after the resurrection. You've got two two guys, two disciples, who are leaving Jerusalem to go to this little town called Emmaus. And the the thing is, it starts off that they know that the resurrection happened, John. So so they heard the stories of what the women had said, what they had discovered, and what was said to them. So they knew about the resurrection, but they leave downcast, and they're heartbroken and they're sad because they put all their hopes and dreams in this Jesus, and look what happened to him. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, um, a stranger comes and, and walks alongside them, starts with a question, what's going on? And they tell him. And then he kind of uh, admonishes them, <clears throat> excuse me, a little bit. He says, you know, uh, well, wait a minute. Let me share with you what I know about uh, salvation history. So he starts from from the very beginning and, and talks about how the Messiah has been um, has been foretold uh, throughout the sacred scriptures. And um, then they're so intrigued by his teaching, and they 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 arrive where they're going to Emmaus. They ask him to stay uh, with them, and and he does, and. Uh, he starts, they, they make a meal, and uh, they ask him to do the blessing. So it's there as he's blessing the food in the breaking of the bread that they realize it was Jesus in their midst. And he disappears, um, but they then go back to the disciples, go back to Jerusalem, go back to the apostles, and, and share their joys, their hope, not only with the apostles, but with so many others. Yeah, I... I, I too, and, and always really kind of seen this story as something that uh, is so parallel, I think, into into our lives. Um, you know, in different retreats that I've been on, I've done kind of Emmaus walks, if you will, and there's always kind of a different twist to it. But yes, very popular uh, amongst many. Um, you, you've said the word accompany in there as well. What, what do you mean by what do you mean by accompanying someone in the faith, or how does Jesus accompany them? Now, that's a great question, Sean. So I, I'm going to get. Um, do a very simple explanation, and then make it a little bit more complicated, as I always do. Hmm. So the simple thing is, 
is that very beginning action as they're downcast. And, you know, that's a good question, is that they heard the good news of Jesus' resurrection, and yet they're still downcast. Today, we know of Jesus' resurrection. We know what Jesus is doing in our lives. And yet, because we're experiencing so much difficulty and pain and suffering right now during this pandemic, we're downcast. We're heartbroken. Um, but Jesus enters into that and says, what's going on? Um, and... Um, and he actually doesn't start teaching until they share what's going on in their lives with them. And that's really what accompaniment is about. It's about entering into somebody else's life um, to, uh, to walk with them. And, and it's a journey, so it's not just one directional. So, so I'm not just trying to proselytize the person that's on the other side of me. Um, I, it is a conversation. I'm learning from them, they're learning from me, and we share uh, each other. Uh, I, as a disciple of Christ, and they may be a disciple of Christ as well, but uh, I, as a disciple of Christ, are going to share the reasons for my joy and my hope is grounded in Jesus, and in Jesus' resurrection and his promises. Um, but it's getting to know, it's accompanying. And uh, so... So that's what accompaniment is. It's, you see that vividly in this story, too, because, you know, Jesus, when he walks into their life like this, he doesn't just kind of pound the fist down and this is, you know, what I did, this is who I am, and let's go, you know, let's get to work. He yeah. really enters, you know, kind of like wading in the water, starts in the in the shallow end in their lives, and then it finally invests himself, you know, all in, reveals himself to them. And, and yeah, I mean, again, the parallels there are pretty rich. It is. It is. And so, so, so... What does that mean? Uh, so so um, accompaniment for, for you and me and for all of the listeners is, is intentionally um, being in relationship with someone else. Um, it can be um, a very intense um, relationship, such as a marriage. Um, we are called to accompany our, our husbands and our wives um, uh, along the pathway. But it, it, it's also uh, coworkers. It's also neighbors. It's it's also relatives, um, and and um, to to intentionally um, uh, walk alongside and 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 to get to know and and to share those heartaches, but also share the reasons for your joy and your hope. Uh, and and the cool thing is, it doesn't require a parish organization. Um, the reason this story is so important. For evangelization, John, is that, um, you know, Father um, and those wonderful parish staff people, they can't go where you and I are going to go today. Uh, you know, they're not going to go into the principal, although we can't go into the principal buildings these days, but if, if you work at principal financial or if you work at uh, um, some of the public schools or, or you work uh, um, at the meatpacking plant, um, uh, your your pastor and those those wonderful minister uh, lay ministers are not going to go there, but you are, and you uh, are the person who can share your joy and your hope in Jesus by listening to somebody else, getting to know their story, letting them get to know your story, and and starting a conversation, and and that's what accompaniment really is about, and it's as simple as that, but that intentionality takes effort. And 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 going out a little bit on a limb as well. Mm -hmm. 
And I hear you say this isn't just our pastor or DRE or youth minister's job uh, to, quote unquote, accompany people. This is all of our jobs, that, that this is how we really evangelize um, in our faith, especially in the, in the days in which we live today. Exactly, exactly. You know, uh, uh, you, you are an incredible Catholic missionary, uh, and, and the, the, the amount of Jesus you bring to people when you do your missions is, is awesome, and it's amazing to see. Uh, but you don't want them to just leave uh, saying, oh my gosh, look at that John Leonetti, look how amazing it is. You want them to take the message of what they've heard, what you've shared with them, the faith you've shared, um, and you want them to go wherever they're gonna, their journeys are going to take them and share that joy and that hope uh, and maybe that heartbreak um, that they've had in their lives with others along the way. Yeah. And, and, and so if we leave it up to the John Leonettis or your or father um, uh, we're really not doing what Jesus is asking us and what, what he's sharing about what he wants of us in this story of Emmaus. Now, John, you, you st- always do great work and appreciate you coming on for your monthly segment, as always. Um, would you uh, give us anything that uh, is going on, anything we need to know at the diocese level right now, any updates? Sure. Well, um, tomorrow night... Uh, we, we're in the middle of a five-week series at the diocese called Faith Superheroes. And uh, Hope on the Road to Emmaus kicked it off on April 30th. But tomorrow night, May 14th, uh, my good friend Jessica Maciel Hernandez, uh, who's the coordinator of Hispanic Youth Ministry, will present Our Call to Christ through Mary. And it's from 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock on Zoom. You can go to the diocese website um, and... Uh, and, and uh, go to uh, evangelization um, and adult faith formation, and you'll see a, a little tab that says Faith Superheroes, and, uh, and, and learn how to register, or just give me a call um, or email me. You can call me at 515-237-5026 or jgaffney at dmdiocese.org, and I'll get you registered. And uh, it's, a, it's a free Zoom session, one hour, uh, and and it's quite uh, amazing. And we also have the recordings of the past two uh, Faith Superheroes as well there at the website. Awesome, man. Thank you so much, John. Talk to you soon, brother. Hey, God bless. Have a great week. You as well. All right, John Gaffney, everyone, Director of Evangelization and Catechesis for the Diocese. Uh, Bo Bonner coming up here in the second half hour, going to talk about getting personal with Mary, as today is the Feast of Our Lady of Fatima and Bo's journey to get to know Our Lady, and and maybe how that can parallel in our lives as well. All right, friends, don't go anywhere. Second half coming up, John Leonetti in the morning, Wednesday, May 13th. Thank you for being a part of this show. Dean Bell, dear friend of mine. Met him about now two years, three years now has it been? 30 years in business, though. Residential re-roofs, 963-4494. A man that loves his Christian faith and a man that supports us here at Iowa Catholic Radio because he knows of our mission. And our mission is to go out and to preach, teach, and evangelize uh, those that are on the margins. Those otherwise that maybe wouldn't have uh, someone to talk to them about our Lord. Talk about accompaniment. That's what this radio station is invested in. 963-44-94 Residential Re-Roofs, Dean Bell. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, I am the true vine, and my Father is a vine grower. He takes away every branch in me that does not bear fruit, and every one that does he prunes so that it bears more fruit. You are already pruned because of the word that I spoke to you. Remain in me as I remain in you. 
Just as a branch cannot bear fruit on its own unless it remains on the vine, so neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit, because without me you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me will be thrown out like a branch and wither. People will gather them and throw them into a fire, and they will be burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask for whatever you want and it will be done for you. By this is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. The Gospel of the Lord The image of the vine would likely be familiar to the disciples because it's used in the Old Testament to illustrate the relationship between God and the people of Israel. Even though God creates us as individuals, we're also meant to be with others and to form a larger community that belongs to Christ. By actively participating in that community, the church, and remaining true to him, will do great things while there are clearly unfortunate and negative consequences for those who don't. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHC.com. Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Joining me, friends, John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio, May 13th, the Feast of Our Lady of Fatima. Got to talk to Bo Bonner coming up about that as well, the vice president of the Newman Idea, uh, and about really kind of getting real with Mary in our own spiritual lives, too. This is the month of Mary. You've uh, noticed the theme now, if you've listened to this show for the last 13 days. We try to bring her up as much as possible right now. So, uh, yes strengthening our devotion to Our Lady. It's got to be at the top of our list when it comes to uh, to our spiritual life. Why? Because I don't think there's anyone, I know there's not anyone that can help us to know her son better than her. Bo Bonner coming up here soon. All right, Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to God with our morning offering. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today, so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Mark Amadeo, News and Sports. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Well, we started, Sonny. Yeah, well, I told you the clouds were moving in, and mm-hmm. uh, it's going to cloud up today, rain this afternoon, so get all your outdoor stuff in during the day today, John. You know, I've never looked forward to mowing the lawn. Mark, but I found in these last few months that uh, I 
I, I don't mind it. I've been doing it uh, with a, with a joy instead of, oh, i got to mow the lawn again. i kind of like, hey, i got to mow the lawn again. <laughs> John, I know every neighborhood has people like you that love to mow the lawn oh. three times a week, even though it only needs it once mm-hmm. a week. Uh, we have people like that in oh, our neighborhood, yeah, and that's all right because they love it. We do, too. Yeah, I, I, I'm not there yet, but uh, if this thing goes on any further, I, I'm going to be out there with my <laughs> mower every day. Now, with me, when I see them, I shake my head. I says, you're stirring up my allergies when you do that. <laughs> That's about the way it works on my block. <laughs> John, you and I were wearing masks when we uh, mowed the lawn. I don't mow it as much because of my allergies, but uh, we, we were wearing masks before masks became prevalent in our society because of the allergies, I think. Yeah, I think you're probably right. It would probably be a good idea if I actually did that when I mow the lawn because you, know, you sneeze and, and, and all that. Yeah, get itchy. I yep. just can't, you know, can't wait to get in the shower afterwards and change clothes because it just, <laughs> it just alerts to that stuff for whatever reason. But yeah, you're gonna love it today. Get it in today because you won't have a chance tomorrow and probably not till Friday if it uh, everything dries up. But uh, yeah, rain, rain. That means we're gonna be mowing the lawn next week. Seventies, Sunday, Monday, Ooh. Tuesday, dry. Uh, the extended forecast. You'll be mowing the lawn to see. Mow it today. You'll have to mow it again by either probably by Monday. I like hearing that. Seventies <laughs> and dry. I'm in. Yeah, but we gotta get through the day and tomorrow. So we'll do that. And, again, the, the folks at the uh, Des Moines International Airport said to tell you hello. They missed you. Um, just remember they have guidelines, John, uh, either an Iowa or a Notre Dame hat. They don't, they, they don't like telling you to throw that Iowa State stuff in that garbage they have That for people that don't know what to bring on planes. They're, they just wanted me to pass that along to you because they haven't seen you in about two months. Yeah, I'll be back, guys. Believe me. <laughs> Okay, airport folks, you've been notified. That is your warning. <laughs> Leonetti is on the prowl. He's got a. I bet he's got a flight booked. Do you have one booked already? I got no flights booked in the near future right now, but uh, events okay. booked certainly, but no flights yet. I've got a. Uh, oh, I got an event out. on at the end of June in Wisconsin, and uh, this priest he's thinking of turning it virtual. But if not, if they have like a limit, he'll probably. You know, uh, have mm-hmm. tickets for maybe 25 or 50 people, whatever the limit is, and then uh, do the rest virtual. So he wants to do it, whether it's virtual or in person. Sure. Well, hopefully it's done safe, and uh, I'm sure that it will be done. And looking forward to that as we start to, uh, you know, kind of un- undo what's been done here the last couple of months. But gradually, folks, gradually, and and, and uh, it is a, uh, a public, uh, you know, public event, obviously, uh we're, we're, we're uh, struggling here with uh, the public health, and uh, we want to kind of open back gradually. And, John, I'm sure he will do that along with you. Oh, no doubt. I, I, I'm looking forward to see what uh, what decisions made on the Iowa State Fair. We'll see, I think, coming up here, hopefully. Uh, if you go to their website, Gary Slater had a, a note today about it, and they're just you know evaluating things. I think here in the next month or so you're going to find out. But uh, he had a uh, very nice letter that he put on the uh, Iowa State uh Fair's website, so you may want to read yeah, that. I'll check so that out. They just, sent it, they, they just sent that to me about 15 minutes ago, so I haven't chance to, I just glanced over it, but yeah, they'll make an announcement here soon. Hopefully, we'll, we'll see something. Well, if it doesn't happen, I will be the first person in line at your house for my pork chop on a stick. I figured as much. Yeah. Well, it's either that or a corn dog, and I haven't figured out how to make those. i got to find sticks to make corn dogs, but that's another story. You're, you are going to become that guy for me. <laughs> I'll bet. 
All right, my friend. Let's hope we can have a, a summer like that. And right now from the WHO-TV, Channel 13 Weather Desk, meteorologist Megan Selwell, currently in Des Moines. We have clouds moving in. It was uh, mostly clear, but now cloudy skies to the west, 45 degrees, and east-southeast wind at 8 miles per hour. And today we will see increasing clouds throughout the day. Rain moving into central Iowa by uh, uh, drive time tonight, about 5 o'clock, they say. High of 60 degrees with southeast winds, 10 to 20 miles per hour. Tonight we'll see scattered showers and thunderstorms, overnight low of 59 degrees as that warm front moves through. We'll see south winds overnight at 10 to 20 miles per hour. And then tomorrow, on your Thursday, isolated storms possible throughout the day. Uh, some could be severe. We'll see strong winds, hail, and lightning uh, possibilities here in central Iowa. Today's high, seven, or tomorrow's high, rather, 74 degrees. And on Friday, partly cloudy, dry high of 73 degrees. Weekend, not looking too bad. Saturday will be all day showers and thunderstorms, they're saying right now, high of 71 degrees. But Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, partly cloudy, highs in the lower 70s. All three days dry, so we have something to look forward to on the horizon. Well, in the news on this Wednesday morning, uh, the coronavirus shutdowns are taking a toll on passenger traffic at the Des Moines International Airport, especially compared to this time last year. Now, passenger traffic is down 33% at Des Moines International Airport in 2020, a decline that's being seen in many airports around the nation. Uh, last year at this time, 200, over 241,000 passengers came through the turnstiles at Des Moines Airport. Last month, just 10,000 passengers, which is a 95.5% decrease at the airport, uh, COVID-19 has had a devastating impact on the travel industry as a whole. The last seven days, there, we've seen a 25% increase in passengers compared to last week. Des Moines Airport officials say they are increasing safety and sanitation efforts, including using a disinfectant fogging machine to cover large areas, increasing the number of hand sanitizer stations, and uh, doing routine deep cleaning of so-called high-touch areas. Well, in other news today, the Des Moines Arts Festival is canceling its 2020 event scheduled for this summer on June 26th and tw- through the 28th in downtown Des Moines. The organization will instead engage the community with interactive art-related experiences. The 2021 Des Moines Arts Festival will take place next year on June 25th through the 27th, according to the organization's uh, social media account. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And once again, a decision about Iowa's two high school summer sports, baseball and softball, will be made by the end of this month. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have most well cloudy skies, 45 degrees right now, east-southeast winds at 8 miles per hour. And today we will see increasing clouds throughout the day. Rain moving in this afternoon and late evening, a high of 60 degrees with southeast winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather and Sports on your Wednesday morning John Leonetti show coming up Jimmy Olson and he has your morning traffic report I'm Mark Amadeo Iowa Catholic Radio news and sports our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio 1150 AM 88.5 FM 94.5 94.5 FM and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio <laughs> We are looking good as we uh, take that uh, drive to wherever you may be going this morning. Maybe it's breakfast and back home to 
get back to work. But uh, we are accident-free. Again, just keep an eye out for all the uh, construction that's happening around the city. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for your support, their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your, pro- their pro- your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. I think right. I need to go home. There you go. Get, get that coffee, my man. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, today, friends, we do celebrate the Feast of Our Lady of Fatima. This devotion began when three shepherd children saw repeated visions of the Blessed Virgin Mother in a, clear, in a clearing near the city of Fatima, Portugal. In these visions, Mary asked the children to pray the rosary for peace, the conversion of souls, the end of World War I, and the conversion of Russia. Portugal was then being ruled by a militant atheist regime, and many of the people had turned from Christ. But Our Lady promised the three children a sign to prove the doubters wrong. With thousands gathered around the clearing, Our Lady's sign was the miraculous movement of the sun, such that it seemed to dance in the sky. Even atheist newspapers were forced to admit the event was beyond the explanation of human knowledge. It was miraculous. Our Lady also entrusted three secrets to the children. The first concerned the devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. The second was a vision of hell. And the third foretold the assassination attempt on Pope St. John Paul the Great. The message of Fatima is simple. Pray. So we ask today, Our Lady of Fatima, to pray for us. Amen. And a big thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law for underwriting the Saint of the Day. Experienced wills and estate planning? Yes, it can be easy to put it off. Now might be a good time to do it. 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Bo Bonner coming up right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee and Eddie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you to Blessman International for underwriting the show. Doc, yes, he and his team doing everything they can right now to be able to continue to help the families that they are helping in Limpopo, South Africa. And again, they've had to get creative during this time. They had their virtual conference, which seemed to go very, very well. I was able to check in and see the great work that they're doing there to be able to help raise the funds to do what it is that they want to do. That is build sanitation, toilets, Give them weekly meals so that they can uh, have the food to sustain, of course, the work that it is that they need to do as well. BlessmanInternational.org. Thank you again for underwriting the show. That's BlessmanInternational.org. A diocesan minute is right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Wednesday, May 13th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Celebrating a birthday today is Father Greg Leach and Father Felix Anura. Father Leach is pastor of St. Mary of Nazareth Parish in Des Moines, and Father Anura is among our retired priests. Happy birthday! Check out the latest issue of the Catholic Mirror hitting mailboxes this weekend. Read about how 8th grade and high school graduates across our diocese are being celebrated despite social distancing restrictions. Read about how Mercy One and CHI Health has a Catholic response to their COVID patients. And in our Vocation Centerfold, you read about the many unexpected graces experienced by our seminarians who are quarantined both in Rome and St. Paul, Minnesota. Read about the upcoming June 12th ordination of three of our seminarians and meet our newest seminarian. Last but not least, this issue contains our new priest assignments and priest milestone anniversaries. Check out these stories and much more in the May issue of the Catholic Mirror hitting mailboxes this weekend. Be sure to check out the Diocese of Des Moines Facebook page to watch Bishop Johnson's private Wednesday Mass and to hear his regular reflection. If you don't have Facebook, we invite you to check out the Diocese of Des Moines YouTube channel, which is a public page and his reflections and Masses are posted there. 
That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app and iowacatholicradio.com. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the morning is provided by Five Sons Naturescapes. Five Sons Naturescapes is a Catholic veteran-owned family company providing premium outdoor landscaping, clean up and restore outdoor living space with retaining walls, privacy fencing, pergolas, paver sidewalks, and patios. Issues with soil settling and water around the foundation and yard? Five Sons Naturescapes can grade and install drainage tile to help. Five Sons Naturescapes online at fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Let's go to Bob Warner. Vice President of the Newman Idea. Hello, Bo. Good morning, John. How are you? you? I'm doing just fine, my friend. Our Lady of Fatima today. You've shared your conversion story here on the show. We're talking about really kind of getting personal with Our Lady today. Was she ever a hang-up for you when you converted? Well, I mean, not like some people, but first of all, I want to say uh, today is Our Lady of Fatima, and uh, that's also our uh, birthday of our daughter Stella, Stella Maris. We named her Star of the Sea after Mary. Nice. So uh, I'm glad I get to talk about Mary uh, this morning and say happy birthday to Stella. There you go. Um, I think technically a hang up like wondering why um, Catholics had devotional lives towards Mary like she did. And then, you know, you, you go to grad school and you study it and you start to make a little bit more sense of like why people would say that. Um, even if it's not necessarily really hitting for you. So I don't know if hang-up is the right word for me, but I know what really made me start to understand the importance of Mary and uh, regret the lack of um, devotion or thought that I had uh, in prayer life that I had extended her way was when um, I read the Saint, uh, Saint Irenaeus, who he wrote um, in the 100s, so essentially like two generations after the living uh, you know, after the apostles were martyred, here's St. Irenaeus talking about the importance of Mary. And how he put it is that Mary was the second Eve, just like Christ was the second Adam. And so just like the first Eve had the choice to say yes or no, and then, you know, said yes to uh, the temptation, Mary was given, so to speak, like the, the reset, the, the chance for humanity again to say yes or no. And when she said yes in her fiat, fiat, be it done to me according to your word, that that is the, the way in which uh, Jesus Christ, of course, comes into the world, that God has allowed humanity to be a part of this great work of salvation. And so that's why Mary is heralded so high as the second Eve, the, the, the new birth of humanity. And so um, that, 
to me really, uh, like you said, I don't know, hang up is the right word, but it not only resolved, but it actually put right in, in front of me the importance of Marian salvation history and really did begin me down the path of becoming Catholic. What do you say to people that say those Catholics, they just, they, they're too interested in, in Mary, they need to just stick with Jesus? Well, you know, we just had Mother's Day, and uh, when I see all the great links that anybody does to go make sure they, <laughs> that everyone knows they love their mom and, you know, that they, uh, they, they realize the importance of, of moms in everybody's life, it seems strange to, you know, really want to uh, focus on that in human life, uh, but then with Jesus Christ and coming to the world to sort of back off on that one. I mean, the, the sort of main tactic I point out is, you know, there's a lot of people throughout the history of the Church that have been worried about Mary and her role in uh, the the life of the faith. They're all called heretics, by the way, <laughs> and, like, there's all sorts of them, and for various reasons, you know, the Nestorians, the Gnostics, the Manichaeans, all of it keeps coming back to this, you know, worry that God became man, that he was incarnate, that he was this particular person that he connected uh, the Old Testament to the New. I mean, there's all these very important doctrines that Mary is the hinge of all of those. And so if you start, you know, fretting about the, uh, the importance that people play, uh, put excuse me, in the Catholic Church on Mary, you really do start to skirt up against the great heresies, that, because to not have a devotion to the place of the Mother of God in salvation history, is to call into question everything about the Incarnation and the economy that God chose for the salvation of man. So it's one thing, I think, to understand the theology of Our Lady, and, and I, you know, I'm always, whenever I've spoken on her, I've, I've talked about that. That really kind of came first for me, and I, I understood that, but I didn't really have a relationship with her. It, there really was, again, no bridge to kind of bring me from the theology to the to the personal relationship until I really kind of had an experience with her. Um, and again, no, no visions or sights or anything, but the birth of my son, kind of entrusting our uh, his, his safety and his birth into our Lady of Guadalupe, which really just kind of took it on a whole new level, because now I didn't see her as some theological figure, but I saw her as a mother. And I think that's so important for us, because that's what you're saying here is, again, honoring her as mother, Christ's mother, but also our spiritual mother as well. Right. It, um, and I think, you know, that God has both paths. There's people who have had the devotion, then sort of like the devotion clears up and intensifies what they understand theologically about the faith, even if they don't call it that, right? Like, it's just growing in the faith. And then in the other way is the theology can come first, but then it sort of demands, like you said, this: if we're going to treat moms for Mother's Day the way we do, and we should, shouldn't we do this not only for Mary, Mother of Jesus, but Mother of us all? And I think that this comes up, you know, for me, uh, when you start to understand Mary as the second Eve, uh, Mary's place and all of this, the, the huge theological implications about what's going on in the life of Jesus Christ and the, the economy of God, you start to go, well, when she and John have that episode with Jesus below the cross, like, behold your mother, behold your son, all of a sudden, that can't just be like the random, like, oh, well, that was just Jesus making sure his mom was okay. Like, the implications backwards starts to be huge, and then, it's, like you said, devotion-wise, how can you not take seriously what Jesus commanded on the cross, right? right? That us followers realize Mary 
as our mother. And then I think that that's where, you know, whatever devotion, and there's many on purpose, right, that a mom knows how to relate to her children in a multitude of ways, that that reality and that the, the necessity of that call starts to become clear. I'm trying to look up a, a talk that you gave uh, in your mission for Father PJ. I don't know if it's on YouTube or not, but you, you mentioned uh, some stuff in there on Our Lady, which I thought was really just excellent. What, what, what am I thinking of? Um, I, yeah, I don't know. It was a brief. <laughs> Sorry, it's, a, it's in the morning. Yeah, so like uh, we, we had the, the mission talk on... Um, uh, mer- uh, Sorry, our mission of mercy now. Yeah, and uh, mostly we were talking about um, saints during plagues. But I think the idea with uh, what we were talking about with our mother is uh, the thing that I was trying to get at in, in that. In a nutshell, is we always think that our mission is sort of like overseas or like off in the future or this big sort of you know thing that will eventually happen. But with Mary as our guide, right? What happened? In that moment, the angel came to her and said, are you going to say yes or no Mm. to this thing that's happening right now in the present, literally becoming a mom and having, you know, the will of God grow inside of you, right? So it wasn't on some far-off ocean. It wasn't crossing the sea on a boat. It wasn't some sort of future. It was this immediacy of now. And then Mary, in that now, in the immediacy of the now, said yes. And to be like Mary is to, at every moment, be pregnant with the yes towards God. Yeah, I, so I think I, that that's what it's getting at. I'm going to try to find it, because I, I thought it was just gold. Uh, Bo Bonner, everyone, Vice President of the Newman Idea, uh, newmanidea.org? Uh, yes, that's okay. exactly right. All right, man. Talk to you soon. God bless, John. All right, you too. Bo Bonner, everyone, that puts this show in the books, friends, here on this Wednesday, May 13th. Happy Feast of Our Lady of Fatima today. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father, Protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe, defend them, prepare them, that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. I am John Leonetti, friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Well, many a dream has died Like a tree planted by the water We never will run dry So living water flowing through God, we thirst for more of you Fill our hearts and flood our souls With one desire Just to know you and to make you known John Leonetti in the morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.